This is The Black Professional, a podcast about the lived experiences of the many different types of black people and diverse black communities as they navigate the workspace. My name is Dr. Tade Ayeni. I'm an assistant professor of medical sciences, as well as the director of the Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at a medical school in the Northeast United States. In this podcast, we will explore everything related uh, to Black life as it relates to the workspace. So we'll do everything from Black hair in the workspace to should I ask for a raise or should I just leave and find a different uh, company to actually work for? Uh, so this this will be a real forum where you can get a lot of your questions answered, but also we can just explore a few topics together that will hopefully be be helpful to you um, wherever you are in your professional journey, but also um, regardless of your particular racial and ethnic background. Uh, so today we're going to talk about confirmation bias and implicit bias and how it might impact your prospects of moving up within a particular company. Um, I mentor a network of um, black professionals who are either entry level or they're doing entry level jobs, but they've been doing it long enough that they really are experts or at least beginning to develop that that set of expertise. And they're really looking to to uh, move into a title that matches all the extra work that they've been taking on as they've become better at their position. Uh, and one thing that I always talk to them about is this. A, a common thought is, look, I go to work, I just put my head down and I just work hard. And eventually someone's going to tap me on the shoulder and uh, say, hey, here's your promotion and here's your raise and we really appreciate uh, everything that you've been doing. Um, but if you're a black professional, your lived experience may be more like this. You've been working hard and you've been um, adding on to your portfolio. You've you've been adding things that look good on your resume. You've even gotten more more different types of education and training since you started working there. And whenever you do get a tap on the shoulder, it's always, hey, you're doing a great job. But there's no raise and promotion that goes with that. So how do you get over that hurdle? Uh, well, I think that's where confirmation bias and, and implicit bias kind of join together to keep you in a space longer than maybe you really should be. So just a few um, basic definitions that will help us. Uh, confirmation bias, it's also, known, it's also known as my side bias. It's the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports um, a, a person's prior beliefs or values. Uh, so how might that work with implicit bias to, to uh, create um, a, a situation where everyone appreciates you and you have a great reputation, but you don't move up? Well, essentially, implicit bias uh, really speaks to uh, something that is a result of, of um, our brain's uh, social cognition. And uh, social cognition here just means um, how your brain processes data to make it usable for you. And as we know, um, implicit bias 
is is uh, very much based not on your beliefs, but more based on what you've been exposed to. So a good example, and and so implicit bias can actually, and many, and in many cases, is often completely opposite of um, our explicit beliefs. So a good example that I like to use is. Uh, my older sister is a doctor. My younger sister is an accountant. So I have two living rebuttals to many of the negative stereotypes about women in the sciences and in math. Now, even though I have those and I genuinely believe that, um, you know, women are equal to men in the workplace, um, et cetera, et cetera. It's actually very possible for me to still test high in negative implicit bias towards women in the sciences and in math. So how can you explain that? Well, my implicit bias is not based primarily on what I believe. It's based on what I've been exposed to. So I was raised in the 90s. Think about the commercials in the 90s. Uh, think about the popular media. When you see a commercial for a vacuum cleaner, uh, who's who's uh, doing the vacuuming, right? Um, when you see a movie or a commercial and there's a patient and a doctor, if one's a man and one is a woman, uh, who was more likely to be the doctor? It was the man. And so you eventually, uh, these items become part of your implicit bias. A good way to think about it is, let's say it's working hours and you're at work and someone hands you a mug that has clear liquid in it. What would you assume it is? You'd probably assume that it's water. Now, vinegar is clear. Vodka is a clear liquid and, and so is bleach. Uh, uh, but what your brain is doing is it's saying based on the indicators that are there. Okay, what time of day is it? What type of container is that clear liquid in? Oh, based on all those things, it's probably water because no one has ever handed you a mug full of bleach. So, so same way, um, implicit bias works so that um, people essentially don't see you. They, uh, they see your brown skin and see all of the, all of the worst stereotypes that are associated with black people. So that's implicit bias. Confirmation bias really just means as we are thinking about things, especially things in the past, right? So for example, I'm, I'm a hiring manager and I'm evaluating an interview or I'm evaluating one of my direct reports. Um, confirmation bias really just means that if I have already developed an opinion about that person, then I'm more likely to interpret their words, their actions, their mannerisms, and their demeanor in ways that confirm that opinion that I've already developed. Now, unfortunately for black people, implicit bias um, helps to ensure that the opinions that people develop about us, um, especially in the workplace, are still largely based on stereotypes. And so when these two things converge in the workplace, what may happen is that um, although the non-black people that we report to and that lead the organizations that we're a part of, although they're well-meaning and they, and they uh, you know, genuinely believe that, that they're acting in a fair and honest way, um, the convergence of confirmation bias and implicit bias as a part of their social cognition uh, can cause um, the people that, re that we report to and the leaders of the organizations that we're a part of to never actually see our potential. All they can see is what's in front of them today. 
So how do you combat this? Well, what I tell um, a lot of the black professionals that I'm mentoring is um, for sure, work hard and work as hard as you can. But don't assume that your hard work is going to be noticed and evaluated um, and that someone's just going to tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, we've noticed it. Here's your raise and here's your new job title. Instead, you have to help uh, people to to see not only who you are and what you are today as an employee, but what you could be in two years, four years, six years, eight years. So then the big question is, okay, that all sounds good. How do I do that? How does that look? Well, two things you can do is this. Uh, I personally don't think it's a bad idea to, uh, whenever you take a new job, especially when you're coming in at an entry-level place, give yourself a two- to three-year plan. Work hard. And then right around that two-year mark, pick your head up and just start to test the market. Um, When I say test the market, I mean reach out to some recruiters, change your LinkedIn status so that recruiters can find you, Um, apply for some jobs that are so dope that you're not sure if you can actually get them. And so why? Why do this? Well, first of all, if you don't get hired at any of these jobs, you know what you will get? You get a lot of experience interviewing. And that's going to help you to land the job that you actually want later on. Um, secondly, what will happen is as you start to look, you'll get a better sense of how much you're worth on the open market. And if you do eventually interview and get an offer, you can bring that back to your employer and say, hey, this is what I'm worth on the open market. This is what I was offered. Would you like to match it or is it time for me to move on? Uh, so doing these things, I think, can be very helpful. Today, maybe you're a you're at a coordinator level, uh, and you know because of the convergence of confirmation bias and implicit bias in many organizations, and because of structural racism, if you're at a coordinator level today, um, that may be, and you're black, or you're another type of racial or ethnic minority then what you are today may be, may be all that people can ever see you become. Now, just having another company or a different organization say, we look at this person and we see our next assistant manager or our next assistant director. You bring that back to your current employer, that may help them to see it. Um, and if they don't, then it may be time to actually take that job. But doing this, will keep you from being in a place where you are constantly just um, just uh, working hard and, and hoping for a tap on the shoulder that may not come for another 10 years. So um, I think that's a good place for us to stop now. As you begin to consider everything that we've talked about today, feel free to reach out to me, uh, send me an email, um, hit me up on Twitter. And uh, if you think that this might be something that may be helpful to you, then do two things. Um, subscribe, obviously, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Both of those things will will uh, help me to uh, put out content. And uh, let's say you think that this is not something that might be helpful for you. Eh, maybe you just you should just go ahead and do the right thing and subscribe anyways. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for sticking with me through this. Um, 
I'd like to leave you with a proverb that no one knows where it's actually from, but since I was born on the continent of Africa, I'm just going to say it's an African proverb. And it says this, if you want to go alone, sorry, (laughs) if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thank you and have a wonderful day.